Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Hey, God bless everyone this morning. Welcome to CWC Bay Area. Come on, somebody give God a shout of praise like you mean it. You don't know how grateful I am for today. The lights are on right now, first service. For those of you that were watching the first service right in the middle of the message, it cut out. So I'm excited. I know that the enemy doesn't want this message to go out. But I need you to understand that God has a purpose, a plan for your life. I want you to stand to your feet. Everyone say unshakable. I believe that this is a season of an unshakable move of God. I believe that God wants to do something so great, so remarkable in your life, in my life, and in the lives of people around us. We've gone through a shaking recently. In 2020, many of our lives were shaken, but I want you to know 2020 didn't defeat you. Come on, say it again, Pastor. You're still here. You're still standing. You're still, you got a pulse. What 2020 set out to destroy, you are still standing here today. Come on, somebody give God a shout of praise. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. As I was ending the year, I was reading out of the book of Hebrews and I came across the scripture and it just, it ignited my spirit. It says this in verse 27. This means that all creation, everyone say all. All, all creation. When, when I have all the pie, how much do you have? None. That means everything will be shaken. All creation, every aspect of creation is going to be shaken. Everything that we see, everything that we, that we observe, everything around us, it means that all creation will be shaken and removed. So that only unshakable, someone say unshakable, only unshakable things remain. Bow your heads as we pray. Father, help in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated this morning. Those of you joining us online, I want you to know that the word unshakable means unable to be changed. It means unable to be disputed or questioned. But I love the, these final two terms that were identified with this. Bulletproof or waterproof? Bulletproof or waterproof? That's what, when we talk about unshakable is all about. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you. You are unshakable. And 2020 hit us with the fury of a tsunami, an earthquake, a hurricane, a pandemic, all in one. But you're still standing. But I need you to understand, when things begin to shake, that means that God is speaking. When God speaks, things shake. When God speaks, things move. And so if things are shaking around you, don't trip. Don't worry. Just trust that God is in control of that shaking this morning. Come on. You see, for those of you at home, shaking has a purpose. It's to shake off, according to Hebrews 12, 27, to shake off anything that doesn't belong. And so when shakings come in your life, you need to recognize that when a shaking starts happening, that means that God is trying to purge something that is attached to you that needs to be shaken off. That might mean a relationship. That might mean a mindset. That might mean a partnership. That might mean a job or an attitude or even a sin. But when a shaking takes place, God shakes us for one reason. Is that so only the unshakable things, someone say unshakable, 
So only unshakable things remain. Amen. Everything's going to be shaken so that only the unshakable remain. Man, shaking's part of life, guys. But we've never experienced a pandemic before. But we've all experienced in difficult times. We've all gone through some difficulties in life. But not all shaking is bad. And so I need you to understand, there is no such thing as a bad year. There is no such thing as a bad season. See, it's just life. We all go through life. We have ups and we have downs. We have trials and we have victories. We go through some good times and some bad times. But don't label 2020 a bad year just because some bad things happened. What am I telling you? Everything that we go through, when you change your lenses to look through the lenses of heaven, you can make every bad situation into a good. You can find good in every problem. You can find hope in every situation. And you can find purpose through every struggle. Oh, come on, somebody give God praise this morning. I know some of you, some of you aren't, uh, aren't, aren't feeling me, but I'm going I'm I'm to work on you this morning, okay? Amen. It's how we respond to the various storms in life that determines whether something is good and bad. Because 2021 is going to have its own struggles. Or it's going to have its own issues. You see, even the Apostle Paul went through some shaking. Writer of over 13 books of the New Testament just a powerful man of God. He went through some shakings and even some shakings of relationships. Some of you right now have some relationships that need to be shaken. See, when our marriage is shaken, it causes us to draw closer together, not spread apart. When my daughter got sick, the doctor that, that talked to us and found, we found out she had leukemia, the doctor sat down with us and said, Mr. and Mrs. Vera, this, if your marriage is weak, this will destroy it. And if your marriage is strong, this will weaken it. I didn't even know who this guy was. And I remember looking at the doctor and telling him, you don't know us. This isn't going to destroy us and this isn't going to weaken us. If anything, it's going to strengthen us because that's who we are. I need you to understand that you have to change your lenses based on the things that come your way. The Apostle Paul had a great relationship with a man by the name of Barnabas. Barnabas was responsible to getting him accepted by the other apostles. They were afraid of him. They were scared of him. But Barnabas, the son of encouragement, was the one that brought the Apostle Paul, Saul at that time, to the other disciples and said, hey man, this guy's genuine. They went and they changed the world together. They planted churches. They ministered. They went overseas. They touched lives but then they got to a point where there was a sharp disagreement between them and they parted ways listen not everyone's going to be with you just because they were with you at the start doesn't mean they're going to be with you at the finish come on say it again pastor there are going to be some people in your life that are there for a season and there are going to be those that are there for a reason but there are going to be those that aren't always going to be with you and you got to recognize when God is shaking a relationship because when we try to hold on to that partnership beyond God's season, that's where damage comes in. Now listen, I'm not talking about marriages. You're married. You chose that person. The pastor said the season's over, honey. It's done. It's not what I'm talking about. All right? That's not what I'm talking about. So I need you to understand. They, they end up splitting. And so Paul ends up going off with another young man by the name of Silas. 
Barnabas goes with his nephew, Mark, John Mark, and they go on to continue to minister. We don't hear from them again. But later you get Paul and Silas, they get a vision. Paul gets a vision from a man saying, come to Macedonia, come and preach the word here. And so they say, we heard from God, let's go over there, let's share the gospel with them. And on their way there, they get to a city by the name of Philippi. And when they get there, Paul and Silas are ministering. They're starting a church. There's all kinds of believers that are coming alongside them. And as they're going to the temple day after day, there's this demon-possessed little girl that's following them. And wherever Paul goes, this little girl is right behind him and Silas and saying, these men are, are sons of the Most High God. They will lead you to the way of salvation. How many know that's a good prophecy? I don't know if I would get mad if I walked into Costco and I had someone walking behind me saying, this is Pastor Dan. He is anointed of God and he will lead you to heaven. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'd get mad at that. I'd be, I'd be walking a little slower through the store. <laughs> Taking my time through the meat department to figure out how do I want this vegetable or not. I don't think I'd be mad at that. But the Bible says it happened day after day after day. In fact, verse 18 says she kept doing this for several days and finally Paul became annoyed. Someone say annoyed. annoyed. Have you ever been annoyed by someone doing the right thing but in the wrong spirit? She was saying the right thing but she was saying it in the wrong spirit. She was saying the, wrong, the right thing but she was doing it through a demonic spirit. And Paul got to the point where he's like, man, this, this little girl's getting on my nerves. Now, if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all got, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You've been annoyed. You've gone through some annoying seasons. If you've been married, you've been annoyed. And Paul gets to the point where he is annoyed. He's, get, he's at a point, he's at his breaking point. And so I, I want you to see what happens. Let's read verse 22 before I, I, I go on here. It says, a great crowd gathered and all the people joined in to come against them. The Roman officials ordered Paul and Silas to be stripped of their garments, beaten with rods in their bare backs. And after they were severely beaten, they were thrown into the prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. And the jailer placed them in the inner cell of the prison and they had their feet bound and chained. Now, I need you to understand when, they, when we talk about the inner prison, for those of y'all that have been locked up, we're talking solitary here, okay? They're, they're, they're on the in, and solitary wasn't, it wasn't upkept well. It was in a place, it, you're, you're talking dark, you're talking damp. Now, the, 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 the gates that they were, they were behind were not gates that swiveled this way. They were in a pit. And so the gate swung open this way and they were placed in, in stocks to where their feet were spread as far apart out as you can get them in wooden stocks, locked down and chained. They were trying to make them so uncomfortable. Now here we have, you, so, so you think you're having a bad day. Paul and Silas are just walking through the city and this little girl is walking behind them. They're going to pray. They're planning a church. They're doing good work. And then all of a sudden, someone say all of a sudden, Paul finally reaches his breaking point. Have you ever reached a tipping point in your life? He looks at the little girl because he's annoyed. And he turns to the little girl. And according to Acts chapter, Acts 16 verse 18, he says, he became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, 
Let me say that again because some of y'all missed it. He said to the little girl. It's not what he did. He said to the... We are spending so much time fighting with one another instead of speaking to the spirits responsible for what's causing the issue. Paul recognized it's not the little girl's fault. She's possessed. And so he doesn't speak to the little girl. He speaks to the spirit inside the little girl. And he cast out that demon from her. And immediately she set free. Now you would think the city would come together and celebrate. But they were... That little girl was a slave. She was prophet. As she prophesied to other individuals, her masters made money. I need you to understand, not everyone's excited about you being set free. For those of you in the men's home, your dealer doesn't want you to be free. They lose their profit when you're free. Say it again, Pastor. Pharmaceutical company doesn't want you healthy because then they lose profits. There are individuals that profit off of your dysfunction. There are individuals that, that do well when you're messed up. There are people that are not looking for you to get set free. Those are the people that need to be shaken off your life. We need to shake some relationships off. And so here we have Paul and Silas. They're doing the right thing in the right way. And they end up now in the middle of a prison in a dungeon. But I want you to understand something. When, when he turns around and looks at that little girl, I want you to recognize many of us are annoyed by certain things. You're annoyed by a sickness. You're annoyed by a, by a, by a pattern of habits, by, by a sin that we have. You're annoyed by a person. You're annoyed by a, by a situation. You're annoyed by homelessness. You're annoyed by the gang violence. You're annoyed by homelessness. You're, you're annoyed by the fact of sexual trafficking and so forth. You're, you're annoyed by these things. I'm here to tell you today, just like what Paul did, stop being annoyed and start being anointed. Paul stopped, was so annoyed that he did something about it. And there are times in your life that you are annoyed and you're wondering, God, get rid of this thing. And God's like, no, you have the anointing within you to deal with that demon, deal with that spirit in order to get freedom in your life. Come on, somebody. You've been putting up with things way too long. You got to get to the point that you are annoyed with being annoyed. That you're annoyed of that sin, annoyed of that action, annoyed of that habit, and finally get to a breaking point, the tipping point, where you say, that's it, and you cast it out. Oh, come on, somebody say amen this morning. You have the authority in Christ to stop being annoyed and start being anointed. See, I want you to see what happens after they figure out that they lost their profit. Paul and Silas end up in the middle of a prison, the dungeon, cold, damp, smelly, painful, bloodied. And it blows me away to see what they end up doing. They, Paul and Silas are going through a 2020 moment. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about? 2020 has become an adjective. They, they, they're, they're going through a 2020 moment. But as you read the word, it, this just blows me away. Look, look, look with me here on, I want you to see here, look, look with me here on uh, verse 25. 
And Paul and Silas, what? No, Paul and Silas, what? Paul and Silas, undaunted. I love that word. Undaunted. What, what does undaunted mean? Undaunted means not intimidated, discouraged by difficulty or danger or discouragement. Fearless. He was unafraid. They were audacious. Undaunted. Here they are. They're sitting in the middle of this prison cell in stocks and chains. They're bloodied. They're beaten. They're naked. They were literally, the clothes were ripped off them in public. And they were beaten with rods by setting this little girl free. Many of you are wondering, God, why am I going through this? I obeyed you. I did what you asked me to do. I came where you asked me to go. You might be thinking, in fact, Barnabas is thinking, see, you should have stayed with me. If you had stayed with me, you wouldn't be naked. You wouldn't be beaten and you wouldn't be in the middle of a prison cell. But I'm here to tell you this, that when you obey God, things don't get easier when you obey God. Sometimes things get harder. And that's what some of you are afraid of. You're afraid of getting close to God because you like your easy life. But easy is not what God's called us to. God has called us to change, to transformation, and to make a difference. You want easy? That's not what this life is all about. Paul and Silas sitting there undaunted, man, fearless, not discouraged by difficulty, danger, or disappointment. Undaunted, they prayed in the middle of the night. Amen. Man, some of y'all can't pray, praise and worship on a Sunday morning in your living room, at home with a cup of coffee, fireplace on, and it's not comfortable enough for you to worship. In fact, when's the last time you really worshiped? When's the last time you really gave God praise? When's the last time you forgot about the people around you and your conditions and your situation and you entered into praise and you gave God the praise that he was worthy of, the creator of heaven and earth, the one that breathed breath into man and brought him to life. When's the last time you really honored God? Oh, you sing a song, but you clap your hands, but then your phone buzzes, or then the television, or there, there's something going on, your, the microwave goes off. How many times have we really given God our full attention in worship? Paul and Silas, undaunted, prayed in the middle of the night, midnight, right when the new day was about to dawn, right when the tipping point came, right when a change was about to happen, going from one day into a new day. I'm here to tell you, you're in the midnight of your life. You are about to go from one day into a new day. You're about to step into a new season. You are about to walk in if, if you're willing to step in undaunted. See, this wasn't the right environment, brother. I, I, the, the, the worship team just didn't get me where I needed to be in order to worship today. Or, you know what, man, it was kind of dark in there. That's not my thing, you know. It's not my style of worship. I like more country music style worship. And, you know, the, the environment wasn't right for praise in that, that jail cell. It wasn't 
the right time for praise at midnight. They should have been asleep. It wasn't the right situation for praise. But here, I'm, I'm here to tell you something. You don't, you don't stop praising. Well, you don't stop praising when you feel like it. You don't, when, when, when you don't feel like praising, praise harder. When you don't pr feel like praying, pray harder. When you don't feel like worshiping, worship harder. The harder the time, the better the time. The harder the worship, the better the worship. When you're able to press in and go beyond. When it's harder to pray, when it's harder to worship, when it's harder to praise when it's harder to give when it's harder to serve when it's harder to love those are the times that we're to love to give to serve and to give our best come on somebody give God praise listen carefully as the worship team comes they didn't worship because they wanted to be set free they didn't worship because they were looking for freedom they worshiped because they were already free Okay, let me try this side. Let me try this side. They, they didn't worship because they were looking for freedom. They didn't say, hey, man, let's pray this prayer and say, you sing this song. Let's see if maybe these chains fall off. That wasn't their focal point. Their focal point was to give God glory regardless of what their situation was. They praised their way to freedom. Because the freedom in them was greater than the bondage around them. I'm here to tell you that the COVID around you is not greater than the God in you. That the situations around you, the economic trouble, the, the social unrest. I need you to understand that the glory of God inside of you is greater than the chaos around you. You have the authority. I need you to understand this morning, they transformed a dark, cold, damp, bloody, hopeless environment into the very throne room of God. The freedom in them shifted the atmosphere around them. Some of y'all need to just need to start praying, praising. You start getting an argument at home and you feel that heaviness and you walk into the house and you can feel the oppression. You can feel the argument, you can feel the disdain, you can feel the unforgiveness, the bitterness. You walk into your home, start praising. Don't allow the environment around you to become the environment inside of you. You have the ability to change and shift atmospheres. You have the ability to speak a word and shift atmospheres. That's what Jesus did when the storm was going off and he stood up and said, peace be still. Because the peace in him was greater than the storm around him. Some of y'all need to just take and start shifting your atmosphere. Stop complaining about it. Praise through it. Stop pouting through it and pray through it. Stop worrying about it. Start worshiping through it. Look at verse 25. Suddenly. Someone say suddenly. Now we, we look at the breakthrough happening. Man, it happened suddenly. But suddenly only happens through a long time of breakthrough. So suddenly a great earthquake, what did it do? Shook the foundations of the prison. Notice the prison didn't fall on Paul and Silas. It just shook the things that needed to be shaken to set them free. God knows what he's doing when the shaking begins. He's got you cut. Now, this is so cool. All at once, every prison door flung open and the chains of the prisoners came loose. Your praise, 
will set someone else free. Your worship will break the chains on someone else's life. Someone else is watching your struggle. Someone else is watching your pain. And how you respond through it will determine not only if you get set free, but the people that are chained up, bound up, locked up around you. They're waiting for you to stop complaining about what you're going through and start praising about who God is. Somebody needs to give God a shout of praise in this house. Praise shakes the foundations. Everyone, someone say everyone's. Everyone's chains were broken. Everyone's doors were open. Because God is in control of the shaking. Your praise will liberate more than just you. It liberates people around you. Everything shook as you're standing to your feet right now. Everything shook but Paul and Silas. Everything shook but them. They weren't shaken. You see, Psalms 91.7, though a thousand fall at your side and though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. You were created in the image and the likeness of God. God is unshakable, and so are you. Come on, somebody. At the conclusion of the story, we see a guard take a sword and get ready to kill himself. Because all the doors were open, he thought all the prisoners ran, but not one prisoner left. Why? Because they had never felt an atmosphere of freedom like they felt in that place. They didn't run for the doors. I tell you what, Brother Dave, had the, all the doors opened up at the prison you were at. Wouldn't you run for the door? I'm out. God made a way. Blessings. But no one moved. They had never felt a presence like that before. They had never felt the glory of God like that before. And they were mesmerized by the presence of God that they were free. And they didn't leave. They even stayed there and got re-locked up. But they had an encounter with God that changed them. The soldier asked, what must I do to be saved? Your praise will win your family, your friends, your community. Where people will see how you went through this storm and say, what do I got to have, what do I got to do to have your peace? I want you to bow your heads right now. You're here right now and your walk with God isn't where it needs to be. You've just been complaining your way through 2020. Everything's been bad and nothing, you haven't been able to see through the lenses of heaven at all. You're here right now. On the count of three, I want you to lift your hands. They're at home as well. You need to get your life right with God. You need to change your lenses. On the count of three, I want you just to lift your hands all over this place. Ready? One, two, three. Lift your hands right now. Yes, yes. God bless you. 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 Hands going up all over. I want you just to say this with me. Heavenly Father, forgive my complaints. When my mouth had complaint on it, my lips should have had praise instead. Let me praise you through this storm. 
Let me shift atmospheres because of the environment in me is greater than the chaos around me. So Jesus, I receive you now as Lord and Savior. I believe Jesus died on the cross, rose again on the third day to make me new. I turn my back on my old life and I step into a new one. Not an easy one, but a new one. In Jesus' name, everyone says. Come on, give God a, give God a praise right now. For those of you online and those of you here, I want you to text the word ALIVE to the number on the screen, 408-340-7703. Text the word ALIVE if you just received Christ as your Lord and Savior. We want to connect with you. We want to help you on this journey in 2021. You're not alone. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash CWC Bay Area.